0: Hi, you are welcome to The Billion Effect. My name is Zubio Peters and I am your host. This is a conversation about leveraging exponential technologies to create massive impact, massive wealth, massive influence this decade, 2020 to 2030. Today's conversation is going to drill down into something I've been there. A lot of people have a conversation about and that is since AI is going to revolutionize everything and revolutionize every industry what is our edge right you watch a lot of these Hollywood movies and you see artificial intelligence at work you see robots at work and they become so smart and so smart and so smart and before you know they edge out all the humans they take over the systems they shut down the systems they run the world and everybody's in chaos and the world finally destroys until one very actionable superstar, somebody who can fight and do all of the crazy stuff, comes in and saves humanity. Is that what we are going to see going forward this decade? Is that what we're going to see this year, uh, the next 3 to 5 to 10, 15, 20 years? Who knows, right? However, the fact remains that AI is going to think more critically than many humans will. So there are very many powerful AI tools. In fact, earlier today I was just um, going through some AI solutions and AI tools for small businesses, for entrepreneurs, for enterprise solutions, for enterprise companies and I saw quite a couple of tools. I said, my god, and I'm going to share those tools with you in, uh, in the next couple of episodes. But when I was going through those tools, I was thinking to myself, AI is going to do a lot of the organizing the analyzing the interpreting the streamlining of data information and even decision making for a lot of businesses for a lot of organizations they are going to make better recommendations they're going to make they're going to do better analyzing they're going to do better streamlining better organization than most entrepreneurs will for example if you go to the Lego sector, IBM Watson is not necessarily a legal AI, but it has proficiency in that. So it can create better contracts than most legal professionals will be able to do, than most lawyers will be able to do. It can give you know a more accurate instruction, guidance, legal recommendations that probably 99.9% of lawyers, it is going to be profound, quite frankly. It is already profound. You can go check it out. IBM Watson. Just Google IBM Watson and you'd see the fantastic things that it is doing. So when you have powerful tools like IBM Watson, I don't know whether you even call IBM Watson a tool because it's so remarkable. When you have powerful thinking machines like ibm martin and you have many powerful tools in the field of ai that can actually make decisions way better than humans can analyze data way better like thousands and thousands of data they can analyze it better and make better recommendations and take better actions and come to better conclusions what is left with humans to do with their minds, right? What is left with humans to do with their brains? Let the computers keep ruling us, right? So the computers can even say, hey, listen, this is the person I want to install as president. (laughs) All right, but the thing is AI is going to be thinking and operating at a critical level. In fact, according to the World Economic Forum, the most valuable skill this 2020 is critical thinking. So according to WEF, if you have the skill of critical thinking, you are going to be, you know, a big player. You're going to have more job advantages if you're a worker. You're going to be able to do better in the marketplace because you can you can analyze beyond the surface level, right? However, when AI is already shifting to the point of critical thinking, because going forward, maybe not this decade maybe the later part of this decade, we are going to experience situations whereby our neural cortex, our brain is going to be connected to the cloud. It's going to be just a whole lot of crazy stuff that I don't even want to dig into right now. But when we are experiencing AI, do more critical thinking than humans, analyze than humans, recommend and make better decisions than humans, come to better conclusions than humans what is our advantage over these crazy machines (laughs) is it going to look like irobots where the machine is going to take over the world or the bollywood movie robots whereby the robot is running the entire internet running the technology running all the networks controlling everything shutting down energy and electricity is it going to be like that well i don't think it's going to be like that Um, one thing that i do know though is it is going to be difficult for AI, machine learning, to exhibit a superior level of creativity than humans. One area that we would have advantage over artificial intelligence and machine learning and all of these crazy technologies, one of the few areas, because I don't think there are going to be so many, but one of the few areas that we are going to have extraordinary advantage over them is in the area of creativity creativity now creativity is so important I think though that the value of creativity around the world is heavily downplayed and uh, you, this is the time to begin to develop your creative genius because going forward you are going to require it more than you even can imagine according to the World Economic Forum creativity is the third skill if I'm correct is the third most valuable skill this decade. So critical thinking, complex problem solving, I think co- complex problem solving is number one. So either complex problem solving is number one and critical thinking number two, both of them, they, they are interchangeable. So the third is creativity. Going forward, we may actually find that creativity is more valuable than we give it credit for. So, and creativity is a skill. So there there is this, There is this belief that creativity are for people who are artistic. There is the belief that unless you are in the arts, unless you are in the field of arts, you are not supposed to be very creative, that it's a discipline for people who are painters, musicians, writers, producers, directors, and all of that stuff. That is not correct. There is such a thing as your creative muscle It means that you can stretch your creative, just like the way you walk out and your actual physical muscles are bigger, your arms are bigger, your chest bigger, your, your body physique is bigger. There is such a thing as your creative muscle. Your creative muscles can become stronger. Your creative muscles can be expanded, can be elastic. And it is something that you develop, like you develop a regular skill creativity is a skill and it can be developed and it's going to play a very critical role this decade not just this decade this year how creative you are is going to affect how you organize how you streamline and the kind of conclusions and decisions you make from your data but that is something different How creative you are will also determine how you bypass and circumvent everything that is known to us right now and create something that is superior. How creative you are is what will determine the kind of solutions you will bring to the marketplace and the kind of edge, the kind of superiority that you will display over powerful technologies like artificial intelligence and machine learning. Creativity is an absolute must. If you are an entrepreneur, you should be increasing your creative genius. You should be getting all of your staff, your team members, your key players trained in the act of creativity. Now, creativity is broad. There are several different ways to increase creativity. There are several different exercises you can do daily, weekly, weekly. There are even several different exercises you can do one-off and you can give your creativity a boost however i just want to focus on one area that something that you can start doing something that you don't need to go do a research for something that you don't need to actually step out of your comfort zone so much to make happen that when you start doing this it is going to help your creative genius because one of the skills Of now and the future to tap into all of the blessings and the opportunities of exponential technology is creativity. This era, the value of creativity cannot be overemphasized. So, one of the fastest ways to tap into your creativity is through another distinction, it's a skill also. But it's a distinction called questioning questioning the people who would rule now and going forward as the people who would be able to ask the most powerful questions the people who would be able to ask the most unusual questions these questions are going to be like the conduits from where you are to where you are looking to get to so the skill of questioning questioning itself is a skill and questioning is like a pathway it's like a skill that leads you further to the skill of creativity all right the question now is why questioning the question now is why questioning why should you pay attention to questioning this decade and in fact not just why questioning what is questioning this is the ability to present an unsolved problem to your mind your environment your organization your team to your space and get answers that you didn't have before that were not previously available to you or that were not previously obvious to you right so why questioning you see the thing is Since you were born, your mind has been in a posture of receiving information, of receiving data, and your mind has also been in the posture of storing those information and those data, right? Your mind has been in the posture of receiving and storing data. However, we do not readily extract the information and the data that we need. So... You are paying attention to what you are paying attention to because you have given your mind a set of command to be able to put some things to your attention per time. If your mind should just go ballistic and open all of the information and data to you that you have stored in, you will go crazy, quite frankly. So, your mind is constantly storing data, is constantly noticing things, is constantly organizing things. However, the challenge is in retrieval so we do not readily retrieve what is stored in our minds. So you've met so many people that could move the needle for you, you just didn't take notice of them. In your contacts, there are some people that can give you two, three, four, five, ten 10 times jump from where you are right now. You may not take them seriously enough because your mind has not retrieved the data of what these people are capable of. You have some solutions to some of your current problems right now you do not need to google them you don't need to talk to somebody else they are seated within your mind however you do not have them because you have not retrieved them so a question has the indescribable power to extract information from a dormant mind a question has the capacity to extract information from a mind that has information and has data, but is not actually using them. It is very powerful. It is very, very powerful. When you ask a question, you have the ability to be opened up to a channel of new opportunities that you may have never considered before. So for example, if you've heard the story of Uber, the two co-founders, they are just finished from a conference, they were trying to get a cab, And it was raining, they had luggage, and they couldn't get a cab. So they asked themselves, how can we get a cab by just pushing the button on our phone and every taxi around us would be alerted that, hey, some guys over here, they want a cab. And not just any kind of taxi, but a very beautiful taxi, very nice car with class. And they would come and they would pick us up from here. So they were asking those kind of questions and it opened them to the possibility of Let us build an app. Let us just make happen what we said we are going to do. And that is how Uber was born. And that is how many of these powerful tech solutions, not just tech solutions, solutions in the history of the world has been born, by asking great questions. And when you ask these kind of great questions, it opens you up to a lot of possibilities that you may have never considered before, that may have been crossing your mind. It may have been there all the while. It may be obvious, but you may have never considered it because of the value or the quality of the questions you've been asking so one of the fastest ways to tap into your creativity is by asking incredible questions when we question we uncover the loopholes and the areas of improvement. a mentor of mine by the name Kenneth keneturian says so much he says everything is always in a constant phase of development there is nothing perfect Everything is always in a constant phase of development. Over the years, when I first heard that some 6-7 years ago, I found out that over the years, it is actually very, very true. Virtually, everything is, a, is in a phase of constant development. So regardless of how perfect they seem right now, or regardless of how perfect it seems someone has made it to be, anytime the new iPhone comes out, it is like, how are we gonna to top this? What are they going to do next that is going to top this? But yet they keep coming out with some crazy stuff. Some people say yes to just multiplying the cameras, but doing it in a way that solves problem in a unique way or that increases the entertainment value or that multiplies and amplifies the experience. Everything is in a constant phase of development. There is always a loophole in everything. There is always a loophole in everything. It's something you need to actually believe that there is always a loophole in everything. When you ask these questions, you would uncover the loophole. When you ask the relevant questions, the questions that actually give you the edge, the advantage, you would uncover the loopholes and the areas of improvement consistent questioning can lead to breakthroughs i'll say that again consistent questioning can lead to breakthroughs so there was a time i was trying to increase and expand the experience that i created for my clients and i said how do i create a first class experience for my clients and then i got a long sheet of paper and i set my alarm to 15 minutes and i said writing. i'll ask myself how do i improve the experience I offer to my clients. And I kept writing, and I kept writing. For that 15 minutes, I didn't get up, right? I asked the questions, I kept writing, I asked, I kept writing, I asked, I kept writing. And I had really so many beautiful, beautiful experiences that I've not even deployed yet. And I'm asking myself, hey, I always had this. Now I didn't have to Google any of that. Yes, Google and all of that is great. There's a, there's a point for research when you've asked your question, you've gotten to a certain level. But what I am saying is, what is already stored up in your mind, it it is so powerful that when you consistently ask a question, you can stumble into breakthroughs. Now, I did this for 15 minutes one day. What if I'd done it for the next 30 days? Do you have an idea, the kind of ideas that would come forth? Yes, of course, after a while, I would be stuck. I wouldn't have any ideas. But when I get past that, into a deeper level of my thinking, it's going to open up a new level, a new wave of breakthrough thinking consistent questioning leads to breakthroughs so if you ask a question long enough with enough focus with enough intensity you can stumble upon breakthroughs that you never thought of or that previously has not been put in place and you can make that happen you can get an edge you can get an advantage you can create something really powerful if you actually believe this if there is some ring of truth to what I have just said, the next question should actually be, how do you do this? How do you develop the skill of questioning? Are there any pointers that you can use and that you can apply to develop these skills? So firstly, you have to understand the first part that questioning is a skill. And you improve this skill through practice. Any skill that you have, the way that you get better with the skill is to what practice it right so just like the skill of milking a cow or the skill of painting or the skill of barbing or the skill of running facebook advertising or the skill of writing marketing sales copy or the skill of building a website all of these skills improve and get better by practice By doing it consistently over a period of time, you get better. So it is the same way with questioning. The more questions you ask, the better the quality of questions you are able to ask. And then the better the quality of results that you get. It's important that you don't assume you know the answer when you're asking. You ask because you are open to insights that were not previously available to you. So that some people, they ask questions, but they already have something in their mind. They are not trying to come up with something new. They're just trying to justify what they already know. And sometimes, it is not always in your best interest to justify what you know, but to be open to new insights. So in the last episode, I talked about how you should be open to new ideas, how you should be open to testing new and crazy ideas. I talked about questioning your current position instead of defending it instead of saying hey we are in the paper and chemicals business we are doing great we do not need any new stuff right now Things are looking stable just give me a break let me breathe i understand that if you're an entrepreneur you are almost like on a roller coaster up and down up and down every single day every other day every other week every other month every other year we want stability so much. However, it does not always align with growth most times. So ask your questions with an openness of mind and heart that the question you are asking, you are going to get an answer to. Not trying to validate whatever you are you were already thinking or trying to confirm some bias or prejudice that you have. It's important that you are open to insight. another very critical thing is that you ask the kind of questions that elicit the kind of results that you want to get so don't ask terrible questions i'm going to talk about that ask the kind of questions that would give you the opportunity to stumble upon the ideas that lead you to the destination that you ultimately want to go for example in the second or so episode of this podcast I talked about digitization, I talked about dematerialization and how many things we used to own as things, now we own them as apps. And industries are now dematerialized and now digitized. So for example, Airbnb, asking yourself, how can I own a chain of hotels without actually owning them, without actually building any of the buildings, without investing a dime in any of the properties, but I actually own them, they are giving me money and have a ton of people do all of the building that is some crazy level of asking questions that is an unusual level of asking questions and this forces your mind to go to areas and depths that it has never previously gone before right so when you ask questions ask questions to elicit the kind of result that you want for example you're hearing everybody talk about how ai is going to change the game change the industry but you do not have a clue one way is to start asking yourself in which areas can I implement AI in my business? In which areas can I integrate AI in my business? Then you begin to think, I think I can integrate AI in my marketing. I think I may be able to integrate AI in my customer service. I think I may be able to integrate AI in my data sorting collection and all of that. I think I may be able to integrate AI in my product delivery. You, you then begin to ask, then by the time you start asking this question, it then begins to drive your research online. Then you can begin to go to Facebook or YouTube, whatever alternative, and ask and begin to type in and search for how to integrate AI into a small business, if that's your role, how to use AI to grow your brand, how to reach a billion people through AI, how to reach a million people through artificial intelligence. But it all starts from you asking, how can I leverage AI in my business? How can I integrate AI into my brand? So it is the same thing with other technologies. So you begin to ask yourself, how can I integrate IoT, Internet of Things, that is sensors and networks, in my business? How can I leverage Internet of Things to grow? Now, some of them may be so abstract from what you actually know, that by the time you start asking yourself this question, it then drives your research. Then you can start researching And when I say researching, Google and online is one of them. You can then actually bring in an expert, right? If you're in a community of some kind of entrepreneurs or consultant or smart people, you can actually ask it. You can actually just go to social media and ask it. If you're in a group where some other people of like minds are, you can begin to ask it. Somebody there may have some special insights. Then you can take this thing to your team. Maybe some people in your team have actually come across an article, a video, an information. They know somebody, they know an expert, they know a consultant. Just by beginning to ask, how can I leverage IoT to grow my business? How can we leverage IoT? Or how can we leverage AI to put our products in front of a million people? How can we leverage AI to put our products in front of 10 million people? And then begin to ask yourself, how can we leverage 3D printing? We're not a manufacturing company, but how can we take advantage of the opportunities of 3D printing? Asking questions like this begin to open you up. You, you begin to research. You begin to study. You begin to dig into what you already have stored in your own memory, right? Just by asking questions like this. How do I leverage AI? How do I leverage IoT? How do I leverage 3D printing? How do I leverage robotics? How do I leverage blockchain? How do I leverage 5G? How do I leverage mobile computing how do we leverage the internet to do and fulfill our objectives so asking this kind of questions will begin to direct your mind to think in a certain manner so if you have noticed the reticular activating system which I'm guessing you're very very aware of you're thinking about getting um, a setting iPhone or a setting car, and then you just step out and almost everybody has it. So even if it's a premium luxury, luxury car, right, that you want to get that is not generalized, that everybody did not just generally have it on the street like a Rolls Royce. But before you know what's happening, you begin to see ads for it. You begin to you know, spot it and see it in, in one or two articles that you may have missed. Does it mean that they were not always there or did it just come up because you started thinking about it? They were always there, your mind just ignored it. So by the time you ask the questions to see the kind of result that you want, your mind begins to open you up to more opportunities, to spot obvious but missed opportunities and, and sources of information that can help you get to your goals. So when you start asking these questions, your mind begins to search for the people, the places, the processes, the technologies, the opportunities to help you get the question to the answer that you're seeking. So think in terms of digitization, dematerialization, when you're asking your questions. So for example, think about how can I dematerialize what we're doing and digitize it. For example, if you're serving people, you're meeting with them physically, is there a way that we can make it happen that we can handle a large part of the transactions digitally, that we can handle it online, that we can handle it with an app? Now, it doesn't mean that you throw away human connection. I'm going to touch that in a future episode, but human connection is going to become more and more important and there are some things that you don't want to digitize right there are some things that you don't want to digitize. but the goal here is to get a maximum 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 outcome for your market for your customers. Remember in the last episode I said you should begin to see your business as a system for getting a solution, getting an outcome for your customers. Right. So that's you don't want to digitize everything, but you want to digitize as much as you can. You want to automate as much as you can because we're in the era of data and automation. Right. And then begin to ask yourself, how can we automate X, Y, Z in our business? How can we automate X, Y, Z in our operations? How can we automate X, Y, Z in our marketing? Asking this quality of questions will then begin to open your mind, open your eyes, your heart, your, you know, everything you've got, your resources to spotting and taking advantage of these kind of things. Now, AI, right now, and probably the next 10 years, is not asking these questions. It's not trying to ask these questions. Yes, they have some superior functions, but they are not standing back, observing themselves, and asking questions like humans have the capacity to. Will they be able to do that in the future? Maybe. I do not know. But right now, it is going to be a very important critical skill this decade. Asking Questions. It is equally important not to ask questions that move in the wrong direction. Don't ask questions that set you up to fail. Don't ask questions that block your creative genius. So, for example, asking questions like, Why does this always happen to me? that is not a very great question. Because, like I said, if you ask your mind a question consistently for a period of time, it is going to look for an answer. Even if no answer exists there, but it is going to look for an answer, it is going to supply that answer to you. So don't ask, why does this always happen to me? Why do I always fail? It is a disempowering question. And it's going to bring for you disempowering solutions. So if you ask yourself questions like, how come I always fail? How come these things are not always working out for me? If you ask yourself this question long enough, your mind may start saying things like, oh, you always fail and it's not working for you because you're not very smart." Look around, you're not as smart as other entrepreneurs, other business people. You should not actually be in business. You should get out of business. You should quit because you are not smart. And it, which is simply not true in most cases, right? If you ask that question long enough, because your mind has been trained and programmed, not just trained, and pro, but designed, but designed to give you answers to your questions, your mind will literally feed you anything. In fact, if you're very religious, your mind could say, hey, look back at all the things you've done wrong in the past. God is trying to punish you. And some people believe this actually. And it's simply not true. Most of the times. <laughs> and if you come from certain countries and you ask these kind of questions, your mind can say, hey, the reason why you always fail is because some voodoo has been done against you. And so no matter what you do you cannot make progress these are the kind of stuff your mind has the capacity to feed you but if you ask great questions like how can we provide the greatest value to our customers and clients that they pick us above everyone else easily that is a great question then your mind goes into work then your mind begins to search how can we actually make this happen And here is another tip when you are asking some of these powerful questions don't ask them to yourself alone ask them to your team consistently repeatedly go search them out online don't just keep the questions to yourself share these questions with your team share them with your key players with your staff share them with your management with your board members how can we deliver the greatest value to our customers and clients that we will have no rival or competition doing so how can we make them such an irresistible offer that they cannot say no these are the quality of questions you should be asking yourself when you ask this quality of questions you get a better quality of answers so questioning is a critical skill that you need to embrace going forward you need to practice it questioning requires practice so many times when i'm doing sales training for organizations one of the things i really drill down on is the skill of questioning and it gets to a point i get a participant to only have a conversation whereby they are saying nothing other than asking questions even when they want to suggest an idea to the other person to the other party they don't say the idea actually they ask the idea in form of questions You have to get into this mode and posture of asking questions in order to get insights, in order to get understanding, wisdom that was not previously available to you or previously obvious to you. So remember, the goal is that we have a skill that can triumph whatever machine learning artificial intelligence or the exponential technologies are bringing to the table and that we can use this skill of creativity and questioning to keep advancing and advancing society, advancing our markets, advancing our industries, advancing our businesses, advancing our families, advancing advancing our relationships, advancing our lives. This is ultra important, the skill of creativity. So outside of questioning, begin to think about, begin to research and figure out how can i be more creative today because creativity is a skill it means that in the next three months you can be more creative in the next three months than you can than you are right now so you can be more creative and you can have a better skill of questioning the next three months than you have right now you can have more questioning ability. So these are some of the things you need to keep in mind and begin to act out. I hope it has been valuable to you. As always, my goal has not been to come and present a bunch of facts. So everybody can bring out the facts. The fact to say, hey, this country has gone solar, electric combustion engines are not going to be useful anymore in the next 10 years. 5G is coming out by social time and all of that. And they are good. And sometimes I drop them when they're useful to the context for which I'm communicating. But that is not my goal my goal is with all of these facts that are flowing and flying around everywhere what do you do man how do you cope how do you survive and then most importantly how do you thrive to a point of significance that you actually direct the industry that you design the game that you're not just the participants in the game so this is something i hope that has been valuable to you. This can make an incredible difference in your life. It can make an incredible difference in your business. It can make an incredible difference in the lives of your customers. It is simple. It sounds so simple, but it is really, really profound. I hope you actually apply this, put this to use, and I'd like to get um, your feedback on how that works. So you can just hit me up on Facebook, um, Zubi O Peters, Zubi Z U B I O apostrophe P E T E R S Zubi. Oh Peters. So you can let me know how it is going. Let me know how the other episode of the podcast are going. I'd like to hear from you. So thank you very much for spending your time and giving me this period of your attention. I appreciate it. I do not take it for granted. Please do me a favor, share this episode with somebody, share it with your team member. share it with your business partners. You can share it on your social media. I don't mind. I appreciate that. Um let people actually know what's going on because there's a shift happening. We have to be prepared for the shifts. And if you haven't, please go to iTunes and give me a good rating, a good review. I would appreciate that too. So thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. Till I come your way again, this is Zubio Peter saying you can make a billion impact. You can reach a billion people. You can make a billion dollars. Have a great time.